welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nick. And here's what we do here. We watch this bullshit so you don't have to. But you can if you want to. And you probably will want to watch it because you're listening to a podcast about reality television for crying out loud. And we have great taste. That's and, something you should know about us. And we have great takes. That's Ooh, another hot, thing you need to know about us. Hot taste, hot, hot takes. Hot tastes, hot takes. So, Ashley, um, first of all, I came in here, and once again, you're struggling to get a video removed from YouTube. <laughs> it's been a week running. What happened? I am going crazy over this video. Um, are you a blowhard that knows how to code? Hit up your girl. Because is, it, is it a coding <laughs> issue? I don't think I it's a think coding. It is. Isn't it a password issue, really? Well, I was talking to my manager about it today, and Ooh, she was a like, "Manager, mm-hmm, yep." And she was talking about how I could pay someone to hide it on the internet. So, like, there's some sort of redirecting. You can write stuff so it redirects, so no one could ever find it, basically. Oh, but it still I know exists. about this. People who get in like big time trouble and they have enough money, they yes. pay these people to hide like Google results. I've only and I found out about this because there's some comedian who got in trouble for doing some real bad things at a comedy club once. Oh, no. And he was arrested or something like that. This is nobody I know. I heard about this on a podcast. Okay. Um, Do you know mid- what he did in the yeah, comedy club? Yeah, I think he did something bad to a person. Oh, no. I just don't want to bring the whole crowd I understand down. you. Keep the energy up. But that person is still working uh-huh. because I guess they the charges were dropped or something, but like now they still work based on the fact that this person scrubs the internet of all the bullshit results and kind of hides them. Well, Nick is talking about something very vaguely. I can tell you the true details of my life. Yeah, but this is nothing to do with what you're going. Yours is very <laughs> stupid. Yeah, I didn't commit a crime. I I don't know. I watched that set. How dare you? <laughs> how dare you? Someone videotaped me like a weekend to stand up at a show and they put it on YouTube. And let me clarify that. Ashley had started comedy like a week prior yeah. to this tape. It was actually like internet. a month prior. Not that that I mean, a new I was new enough that this was like my second show. Like I'd been on stage like three times before this show and they videotaped me and they put it on the internet. They, they, they videotaped everybody on the show and put it up. And I, I don't, I didn't know about it or think about it and was never a part of my life until I was Googling myself recently. And you know, like you do at three in the morning. No, I was trying to find clips to submit for something. You guys don't need to know that information, but I saw this video and it has like over a thousand views and the rest of the vids on their channel have like eight views, seven views. They have two people subscribed to this channel. So clearly people are getting to this video because they're Googling Ashley Brooke Roberts stand up, which is the name of the fucking video. Okay. Well, there's your problem there. I mean, first of all, it should have been titled Ashley Brooke Roberts. Definitely don't look at this video because I'm only a week in. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Please don't ever watch this. And so people are watching it and it just is it. It comes up when you Google me. It's like in the top results of Googling me. And I watched it. Ashley sent me it recently and was like, hey, should I have this removed? And I looked at it and I listened to like the first minute of it. And honestly, it's not horrible, but I bet it's bad. I needed you to watch that whole set to tell me whether or not I say anything crazy in it. It doesn't matter at this point, does it? Because you can't get it down. But (gasps) I think I I talk about Harry Potter's dick in that video. (laughs) Oh, well, then leave it up. By all means, leave it up. You love Harry Potter and his dick. (laughs) 
Um, it's just really challenging because I reached out to the people who had the who put up the account and they were like, hey, yeah, sorry, we've been locked out of this email account um, for like eight years and the YouTube is connected to that email account. We like can't get in at all. No one knows the password. We've tried recovery multiple times. So I was like, you know what? YouTube will definitely help me with this. And so I went through the whole claims thing. I reported it, privacy issues, explained that those people are locked out of their account. And it's just like a bot. YouTube's just a bot that responds and it's like, your your claim has been uh, researched and is denied. 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 And so I just started replying to the bot being like, what am I supposed to do, mister? Denied. Come on, buddy. Fuck off. Nobody has the password. Eat shit. <laughs> and finally, uh, the bot responded with like, you should report this as a copyright thing. You might have better luck. Did you? I did. I did that today. But that's why I'm so frustrated because it's like I'm going, I'm jumping through these hoops and I just need this video to go away. So I wanted to go away so bad. I don't want anyone to see me doing stand up from any time up until about a year ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that'll be forever probably. Yeah. I'm it's sure. It's always a year ago. You just grow so much. I have such a, like I had such a heavy accent when I yeah, started. That's the thing I noticed the most about it is like as soon as they're like, and Ashley Brooke Roberts. And I don't even know if you were Ashley Brooke Roberts. You might have been introed as Ashley Roberts. This is what I don't understand. If they introed me as Ashley Roberts, why'd they put up my fucking whole name I, in the title? Well, did I, they intro you as Ashley Roberts? They do. They intro yeah, me. Yeah, that was, that threw me off. I was like, who the fuck? is Ashley Roberts <laughs> for real yeah who is she and then do I come out and I'm like hey y'all my yeah. name is yeah, Ashley like, hey everybody hey yeah, it just sounded like a banjo. banjo yeah and it's odd because your voice is not like that at all anymore and well, I, and I had it, to do that what do you mean I had to actively suppress my accent how you I'm highly aware of it and I try to enunciate and I did that for like five years where I would think about it on stage and then in regular conversation. And now I feel like it's pretty much gone. Every now and then someone will be like, are you from North Carolina? And I'm like, oh my God. They know. How do you know? They know. Um, but yeah. I, when I, I met you though, which was around that time, it's not at that time, but maybe around, maybe a, within a year of that time. Yeah. Uh, I kind of feel as though, you didn't really. I felt like you had. A, I did. I I'll had an you, accent. I think, yeah, but Ash, and I'm not calling you out here. Kind of feel like you had a stage accent. Of course I did. I'm when you're nervous. on stage, like when I first saw you on stage, you're like, um, I, I don't know what y'all are up to in the. I'm I'm just from the sticks, and you know, I you know, and then I was you know like, how? and then I met you, and you're like, hello, my name is Ashley Brooke Roberts. Okay, I'm about to reach over this table and <laughs> smack you. Oh, are you lying to these people? We're not across from the <laughs> table. There's a stool between us. I, um, of course, I have a stage accent. I didn't. I was so nervous. That's what. That's the deal with accents. If you have a little bit of an accent, it comes out when you're nervous and when you're drunk. And so, like the first couple of years of stand up, it sounds really bad. What about me? I, I got a Jersey accent of some sort. Do I have one? When you're nervous and when you're drunk. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. I'm a hundred percent. I'm a hundred percent being real with you. you what do also, I sound like when I'm nervous or drunk? You know I can't do it. Come Don't on, put let's me. Hear it. Don't put me. Come on. Every time I try and do a, a Guys, New Jersey accent, we're gonna put Ashley on the spot. Hey, what are you talking about? <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't say anything like that. I'm trying at all. to buy some lottery tickets. I'm trying to buy some friggin' scratchies over here. And fun fact about Nick, when we go to North Carolina, we visit my family. Like a day, Hi, what's up, y'all? A day in, he's like going up into Bojangles. He's like, I'll get one large sweet tea. I'll take a couple a of butter, bow rounds. Some butter biscuits. No, but I do that on purpose. And you go, thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. But I do that on purpose. I'm trying to put people at ease. No, but everyone is like, why is that guy faking a Southern accent no, so hard? No, everybody's like, look at this Southern gentleman over here. No, they're like, he's clearly from New Jersey. I'm trying to put them at ease. You're rolling around in a car with New Jersey plates. Yeah. You're dressed like a city slicker. And yeah. then you're like, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Sound like Forrest Gump. Oh, man. Uh, Yeah, you know, I just try my best when I'm down there. But, I mean, do I have uh, an accent normally? Like, what do I sound like right now? You haven't, no. You don't have an accent normally. But I'm when you're drunk or if you're really angry or if you're nervous, you have an accent. I don't think I'm nervous. Yeah, I'm... I see you nervous all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't think I have an accent. I think you do. No. I think you have a little bit of an accent. Do you oh, think Gabby has an accent? Yeah, but. My sister Gabby definitely has an accent, but that's because she lives in New Jersey and has never dropped her accent. But you have a little bit of that. You just have a tinge of it. You have a tinge of it. Uh, All right, I accept. Uh, I kind of feel as though I don't actively try to drop my accent. I just feel that when I try to enunciate as best as possible, as best as possible, <laughs> asbestos possible, asbestos possible, <laughs> that uh, when you're when you're thinking about your words and you're enunciating them, it kind of drops accents. Yeah, a little bit. It does. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't think I ever had like a real thick Jersey accent. Like I know. A Honestly, lot of folks. you don't. I was really pulling hard for yeah, you having well, an accent. Right. Now that you're saying, talking that I'm the being, truth now here, that I'm being when true. I'm nervous and when I'm drunk, I don't think so. I feel like when you're drunk, for sure. I'm never drunk. But so. the few times, like once a year when you get drunk, it comes out. Yeah. You'll be like, what are you fucking doing? Hey, who the fuck is that guy hey. over there? Hey. Bring that guy from over there <laughs> over here. Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not too sure what's going on. That, Do it again. Hey, who's that freaking guy over there? Uh, yeah, it's because the Jersey accent's different than the New York accent. They're similar, yeah. but they're different. Man, man, oh man. This all started because I need to get this YouTube video oh, removed, right, you guys. That's right. Can you help me? Can Write us at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. If you're one of those people who can scrub the internet, I will pay you money. But why don't you just pay one of the people that can scrub the internet? Well, there I'd rather people... pay a blowhard the money if How they can much, do it. Uh, uh, this is honest. Yeah. I want an honest answer. Yeah. How much would you be willing to pay to have that video removed from the internet? <sighs> That's a good question. Would you pay mm-hmm. $100? Yes. You would pay 100 bucks to get that yeah. removed? Mm-hmm. Okay. Totally. Would you pay $150? Yes. 200. Yes. 250. I think I think I'd start questioning things around 500. Are you fucking kidding me? I Ash, want watch it the video. Gone. What if it rules? I didn't listen to the whole thing. Nick, that's why I sent it to you. I cannot stand to watch myself. Well, you... mean, I can't stand to watch you either, but honestly, uh, I did. Why for a else minute. are you on the payroll if not to watch the video? Oh, I'm on the payroll now. Mm-hmm. I'm You're my pay- employee. I wish. I wish you could employ me. I basically do. You do not. <laughs> I basically do. Explain yourself and I why you're lying. I pay for everything. To these. I yeah, pay our right. rent. <laughs> I pay for all of our food. You're such a liar. <laughs> you're such a liar. My mom listens to this and she's going to believe you. And that's the problem. Okay, Donna, I'm lying. Thank you're right. you, Donna. You hear that? <laughs> I don't want to hear anything about it at Easter. Oh, we're going to New Jersey for the Easter holiday. I'm mm. going to break out my Easter blazer. Very mm. excited. Do you have an Easter blazer? Yeah, I wore oh. it last Easter. Does it have a little Easter and eggs on it? And you don't like it. <laughs> it has stri- It's like pastel stripes. Oh, I hate it. Yeah, you're That's like, right. it looks like a nurse's thing. Candy or striper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Well, maybe I'll like it this year. You don't hate it. That's strong. You think it's kind of cute. Well, I probably don't like it on any other days except for the Right. I think that's the problem is I tried to break it out because I was like, it's springtime. And you were like, that is a holiday blazer. Now, are you aware of all of these Catholic uh, holidays that have passed us? You know, like the fact that we were in Lent for a while. Do you know what Lent, what you do? You give up. You give up stuff. Give up stuff for 40 days. Yeah, just like Jesus did. Mm, Just like Jesus did. (laughs) You know, everybody knows that Jesus gave up. He had to give up smoking. He gave up smoking and eating chocolate yeah. for 40 days <laughs> yeah it was wild yeah he couldn't he couldn't let go of coffee though no oh. it's too tough mm-hmm. guys gotta stay up i don't know any of the catholic holidays i barely know the christian holidays even though catholic catholicism is christianity as yeah well, but i but. think we all celebrate the same shit i mean i know christmas i know halloween that's a christian holiday mm-hmm. right you friggin wish <laughs> i know july 4th that's mm-hmm. a fucking christian well, that, well, holiday yeah, it actually it actually is easter probably. i guess i just know easter and christmas well the lead up to it so sunday was i know mardi gras last last this past sunday yesterday yes Yes. we're doing this on monday evening by the way sorry for the lateness i hope the one person looked at my tweet i tweeted last night and said that we couldn't crank one out but we're cranking it out now we've never skipped a week we're not skipping a week this will be up on monday we drop on monday we never skipped a day we did not skip today we're doing it (laughs) (laughs) it'll be out before midnight um so yesterday was palm sunday yes and the palm, do you know what the palms are significant Florida. for? Florida. Palm. Close. <laughs> uh, so the palm trees, I think when like Jesus was carrying the cross. It was through palm trees? Uh, no, I think like his uh, people yeah. were like putting palms down for his feet so he didn't have to oh. walk across the bullshit. Interesting. So I think that's why the palms. So like if you go to mass on Palm Sunday, they give you palms made into the little cross. Oh. And so I got a haircut on Palm Sunday and... The woman who was cutting my hair had just come from her Easter mass. She had ash and on her forehead? She No, that's Ash Wednesday, not Palm Sunday. <laughs> Get it right, you heathen. Uh, I don't really understand. I don't remember what the ashes are. Probably having to do with Jesus's body or something. <laughs> who knows? But uh, she had gone and um, she found a way. She's, she's very uh, religious and also very thrifty. And she conned one of the priests into giving her a whole bag of palms. And so in between her cutting my hair, she was fashioning crosses out of little palm leaves and handing them out to the other people at the uh, place I get my hair cut. What do you mean? She would cut a little snip and then do a little cross and then cut a you little snip? Do a, what you, you take one and you either cut two and then kind of cross them up but no, i mean your hair she's snipping your hair and then she's folding she up across. basically so i have a but usually i have a buzzer situation the clippers and also the snippers so i she buzzed and then she had a couple of crosses fashioned and so between moving to the scissors That's she insane. moved over to the crosses and a couple of the people came up and she kind of blessed them and handed the crosses out oh my god yeah it was uh, kind of nice uh, only because i didn't have to talk to her about what i did for a living like mm-hmm. that was part of it the worst part of getting a haircut and i lie every single time i tell them i'm a teacher i, I tell them i'm a tutor i always do that stuff because they're hat maker you should go with hat maker yeah you know i'm i'm a i work at the haberdashery down the street <laughs> you know it right um i want to you know you look like a pork pie hat guy uh i tell everybody they look like pork pie hat guys nick uh, i want to get into the show that i watched we're gonna get into it but i want to i want to okay. go through these everybody wants okay. to hear what i'm about to say okay i believe and so you. this coming friday well uh, this coming thursday is called holy thursday mm. and then it's good friday mm-hmm. and i don't really remember what saturday is called mardi gras 
No. Mardi Gras has something to do with all of this. No, I don't <laughs> think so. Well, we did shower Jesus in beads uh, because his tits were exposed. So, but um, You're going to go to hell for that. I'm already in hell. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Your mom listens? Yeah, my mom listens okay. to this. What? Because I said I'm already in hell. Yeah. You think that The amount of bullshit I've said on this thing, you think that's the one that's going to get me in trouble? Cut to that getting me in trouble. <laughs> um, yeah, so we have a whole... But anyway, don't celebrate any of that, really. Um, don't even really go to church, unfortunately. Um, but what we do do is eat food. And boy, oh boy, I really hope for one thing this Easter Sunday. What is it, Ashley? Candy? Peeps. Yes, that's right. Wow. I'm the one guy that likes peeps. I found out that people don't really like peeps. I was when you were talking, I was thinking about how I've been to church with your mom recently and then I was like, I wonder when the last time Nick went to ch-. so I was totally not paying attention to you. So I'm just really impressed that I'd like us all to take a minute with how I was able to answer that question based off of how you were looking at me. You know my peeps look. Yeah, I know your peeps look. Now, folks out there, if you don't know what peeps are, peeps are the marshmallow uh, candies that come out in holiday time, starting with Easter. Bright and colors. There would be, uh, you know, there would be little uh, uh, rabbits. Everyone knows what duckies. a peep is. Little chickadees. Uh, little chickadees, not ducks. Bright yellow. Yeah, and they're so good. They're just marshmallow with like sugar on top of it. Nick, they're not good. I love them so much. They're and then not they have good. the ones that you dip in chocolate. Like they, they're already pre-dipped in chocolate, which makes it almost like a Malamar. But why would you eat that when you could have a Cadbury egg? I love Cadbury eggs. Yeah, eat five of them. Though that five is too much. I You're right. I can like only one have one peep, like yeah. a day because they get on your teeth so much. Interesting that you like peeps because I really think they're super gross. I get it. I didn't realize everybody just didn't love peeps up until about a year ago when people were like, I was like privy to like three conversations of people talking about how shitty peeps are. And yeah. I had to really take a good look at myself and figure out why I like them so much. I just do. You know what? This I'm I'm sympathetic to this because I love um uh, corn candy. What's it called? Why oh, can't corn I think? candy. Why no, 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 no. You got it. It's called corn candy. <laughs> candy Folks, corn. Everybody loves corn candy, right? Raise your hand if you like corn candy. How We've dare got one you? Over there, How dare there. you? Candy corn. Corn candy, Miss <laughs> Dyslexia. Christ almighty. God, I, I spelled Oprah's name wrong like five times Popra. a day. You called her Popra? Because of dyslexia. Yeah, it was How really did you hard. spell her name? I kept spelling it like O-P-H-A-R. Like I was, I was the last three. Yeah. Par. So I'll, I'll say that Peeps, even though they hold a really good place in my heart and I love them so much, I probably would take a Cadbury egg over Peeps. But if I was going to have a choice, I would take the Cadbury egg that's filled with actual chocolate. That's the one that's in the purple wrapper. Now, the one that is in the blue, I like the classic. red, and yeah. yellow wrapper, that's the regular Cadbury cream. It's egg. It's just like sugar Cadbury ooze. cream egg. It looks like a little yolk. It's kind of gross Sh- inside. It's, it's, it's really delicious. literally sugar yeah, ooze. Yeah, it's disgustingly great. Then they have one that's caramel in the middle oh which yeah is i've had pretty that good, pretty mm-hmm, good mm-hmm. i still like the other two better but here's what i caught this year it's probably you not caught brand it with new. your bare hands mm-hmm. <laughs> little ones ashley you oh know how they're so big like God. just like a regular egg yes i want a little now one. now they have tiny little <gasps> ones that you can pre-wrap and just pop what? pop pop all day long to your <laughs> farts content it's wonderful that's amazing yeah and then so i also love see i, I think easter candy is the best holiday candy 
Okay, if you're going to talk about seasonal well, candy, well, oh, what are you going to say? Go ahead and say I, it. I'm just going to say that the whole holiday of Easter is based around candy. So that's why you think it has the best candy. Because you literally it's get not, a basket of yeah, candy. But, but actually, the whole holiday of Halloween is based around candy. But that's different. That's everyday candy. And it's every candy. That's what I was going to say. It's every candy <laughs> under the sun is Halloween candy. It's not seasonal. But they Easter, just you season- get a basket of candy, and it's all Easter themed. But there's shit that you can't get other parts of the year aka robin's i was just about to say those whopperish now let's be honest they're malted milk balls they're malted milk balls they're They're whoppers but they're in little robin's eggs but then they also have the ones that are robin's eggs same like shape of an egg but there's just chocolate inside it's a kind of a Mm. a chalky outside Mm -hmm. not as good but i'll eat a hundred and then of course Jelly beans, mm-hmm. which we were only eating jelly beans on Easter Sunday, and that is friggin' it yeah. until the Harry Potter movies came around and they started doing those little nope, like boogery. You're wrong. It was it was Jelly Bellies, jelly which bellies. really brought jelly beans into the yeah, mainstream. Yeah, but nobody was you could get like popcorn. But nobody was fucking with those until those the little popular girls at middle school ones were. came out. Yeah, I know what, what you're are talking they called? about. I, yeah, I can't remember the little the what? Harry Potter ones. I talked to my brother on the phone today uh, my brother is six and i convinced him for a good two minutes that i was harry potter <laughs> <laughs> how he was just like asking me about like did you have you seen all the harry potter movies and i was like yeah of course it's about my life and then you know well because up, you're born on the same day i'm born on the same day as harry potter because then my brother was like oh that's right and then like just got into this whole thing about how i was harry potter and I think he might have believed me for 10 seconds, maybe. So, yeah, because he's like full on in right now. He's with, in with, it. With yeah. the pot man. Mm-hmm. What's, what do you, I mean, I mean, I, I guess it makes a lot of sense because it's just a lot of cool shit. But yeah. like, would you have, you and your brother, well, we're not, we won't say your age here, but you guys are, are different. He's almost my, my secret he, baby. Yeah, he <laughs> could be your secret baby, but he's not. He's he, not. He's he, my brother. He's a, he's not a secret at all. He's mm-hmm. a little boy. And he's very cool. Yeah, he's and great. Last time we visited him, he he it was like kind of at the beginning of him sinking his teeth into the Potter universe. Oh my God! And Do you remember what happened, Nick? Yeah. Oh, what? Tell the, tell us and and me. We decided it was around Christmas. We we're just blowing time, you know. Everybody's hanging around out in the living room chatting. We decide to see where what house the Sorting Hat will put us in on Harry Potter. So either Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, um, Ravenclaw, or Slytherin. And my little brother wants to be in Slytherin so bad, and he kept getting Slytherin. Let's not forget, Slytherin is the evil house. He kept getting it. We were doing this questionnaire, and he got it, and then um, I would do it again, trying to get him into a different house, and um, his mom was like, uh, did he get, is, is he still in Slytherin? And I was, I lied, and I was like, nope, he got Hufflepuff. Yeah, or, yeah, was it Hufflepuff? <laughs> or Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw, I think yeah. you said. Yeah, because he, but he was like super psyched to be in Slytherin. He was trying to get Slytherin. Well, who the fuck wouldn't? Especially in those first couple of books, like they make them seem just like the cool kids. That's all it is. How is that possible? I do not understand. What's what cool about them? They're freaking cool. They're, their hair's <laughs> slicked back. They're shitty to the other kids. I mean, what more? What more? They seem awful. I, the first time I read that book, I mean, I was a teenager because the books came out when I was a teen, but I was like, these are clearly very bad 
kids and I don't like them. I never was attracted to being in their group. Now, I don't know much about the whole universe. I've only seen the first couple of movies, never read any of the books. So I don't really know what the hell is going on in that universe. I will say that the Death Eaters have um, a cool name. Death Eater, first off, that is a cool name. What's Death Eaters? Those are like the the bad guy's followers. Voldemort's followers are the Death Eaters. And then the other cool thing is that the Death Eaters have like this skull tattoo with a snake going in and out of its Mm. eye. Okay, so I see the coolness. I see it. Yeah, there's an attraction if you're a young boy to be that. Be all that you can be as far as skulls and snakes go. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I totally get it. Um, I will say that I was sorted into Hufflepuff. Don't know what that means about me. Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> you're just so Hufflepuff. What does it mean to be Hufflepuff? Just you're cute. You're cute. You're dopey. You what know? does Hufflepuffers do? They're known for their shit. I don't know. Ravenclaw's known for their um, intellect. Gryffindor's known for its courage. Hufflepuff is known for... Is it it eating peeps? Being cool, I guess. Yeah, eating peeps. Um, Yeah, Hufflepuffs uh, Hufflepuffs are good friends, I think, is like their deal. Oh, great. How cool. (laughs) No wonder nobody wants to be friggin' Hufflepuff. (laughs) Folks, we're going to take a break right here. We're going to come back. We're going to talk all about reality television. A few shows here and there. Stick around. Folks, we are back. So last night, Ashley and I watched one single episode of the hit reality show, Bar Rescue. I don't even know if we... We may have talked about this before, like, while talking about other shows. But not it, not really uh, f- as a focus. And it is one of those kind of almost procedural um, reality shows in which every episode is just variations on the same dang thing. It's much like, uh, you know... Um, What's the one with uh, Kitchen Nightmares? Yeah, Kitchen Nightmares, where uh, if you it's a plug and chug reality show. Yep, and uh, there's like six or seven seasons, and these seasons have like forty episodes. So many episodes. So many episodes. Now we knew we were going to watch this in anticipation of the podcast, and when I was when I came home, Nick had an episode pulled up ready to go. It was season three, episode thirty three, and I wanted to know, Nick. Why did you pick that episode? I legit googled best episodes of Bar Rescue, and this was vo- this was on on the top of a couple of lists. Oh, and um, I assumed it was because of the name, which was Punch Drunk and Trailer Trash or yeah. something like that. So the only problem with the episode that we watched, and it's really just a problem for Ashley being the one person in this relationship who hasn't watched a shit ton of Bar Rescue is that this wasn't a normal episode of Bar Rescue because he did not rescue a bar. Right. There was nothing. It did not get past the stress test, which is something that they do on pretty much every episode. So if you've never seen this show before, get your head out of your ass, and I'm actually going to tell you what it's about. So there's this old, crazy big man called John Taffer, And he hangs his hat on the fact that he has turned around and run hundreds of bars and restaurants in his day. Um, And he is the person that knows how to rescue a bar out of the dumps. So a bar will contact him and his team and say, hey, listen, we're about to close down. We need your help, John. John swoops in and he will help the staff get up to snuff. 
He will make changes, physical changes to the bar. He will rebrand the bar, and he will launch the bar as a grand reopening uh, in hopes that it takes with the community and becomes a thriving business. Go ahead, Ashley. Now, is it always a financial issue? Is that why they need him to come in it's, every single time? Is it like, we're in the red? It's always an existing bar that sucks. So yeah. it's it's never like, we're thinking about starting a bar. It's always a bar that sucks because okay. every episode opens the same way with um, John Taffer and a couple of, the, of his people that he works with. His dudes. Will sit in a Suburban, a Chevy Suburban, Outside of this place. As if it's a sting operation. And I think the whole thing is they tell the staff, they, they kind of, the production will wire up the restaurant or the or the bar in this case with like GoPros and cameras and basically saying, hey, listen, in the next week, you know, they kind of tell them that John will be there in a week when really he's going to be there in a couple of days. And he's monitoring from his truck outside of the restaurant and he just kind of observes what's going on in the restaurant and seeing how shitty the staff is and the fact that the uh, bartender is over serving and the fact that the kitchen isn't washing their hands when they're making nachos, a whole bunch of shit. And what usually happens is they watch and they kind of pick it apart from the truck and then something, some egregious act will be caught on the surveillance and John's like, we got to go in there. We got to stop this. And then he kicks in the doors and He's like, surprise, motherfuckers. It's John Taffer time, and I'm going to tear everybody a bunch of assholes. And then he goes in, and he kind of says, and you. Uh, Like one episode I remember from like the first couple seasons is he watched a guy making nachos in the kitchen, and what he was doing was putting his hands on raw meat and putting the raw meat on the grill, then taking the chips with the same hand and putting them in a bowl. And he was like, those people are going to get salmonella. And he like runs in and kicks in the door, and he's like, we got to shut this down. He looks like a cop, too. He looks like like an off-duty cop or like a, a guy who does personal security who used to be a cop yeah he's like eight foot six Mm -hmm. his his voice scares little children he's clearly from long island yeah he's definitely (laughs) from the long island area uh it's wild he's such a character i mean as um gordon ramsay is a character in his own right i mean this guy is just like he's a gordon ramsay style character big old character and so uh he goes in there and he kind of yells at everybody he tells them you're going to shut them down and then what will happen then is he brings in his specialists so there'll be um usually it's like a bartender and so the guy that we saw his name is dan or mike or something like that one of the best bartenders in the country called him the bet yeah that guy has been on his show since the beginning mm. and so you know he's like a premier cocktail guy so what he'll do is he'll go behind the bar and he'll talk to the staff and the bartenders he'll teach him how to pour he'll teach him how to do like a couple of fun like he'll make a drink menu mm-hmm. that kind of has something to do with the the prospective theme that the bar might have because they'll always theme the bar out eventually and he'll train the staff um, and John will get the management in order because there's always like an issue where it's like you're not keeping books or like you have a bad attitude. Yeah, you have a bad attitude and you don't know how to run a staff. And he'll always like try to fire somebody or demote somebody and promote somebody to just make it all weird inside the bar. Yeah. 
And then he's clearly fucking with people's relationships. Yeah. And then it's like uh, what'll happen is they'll get them ready and then they'll do a stress test. So before they actually move the stuff and changed out the furniture and renovate, um, they will kind of put out an ad and kind of cast a whole shit ton of people so that they come one day and they see how they work under pressure yeah. after they've been trained. Yeah. And it always goes awry. They can't handle because he like overpacks the bar and the staff Obviously. is Obviously. I mean, that's what was going on last night. I was like, this is not fair. Yeah. Like this is not the staff. They don't have enough people here. And even if they had enough people here, they don't have like enough bar space to accommodate. It's just, it's out of this world. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get into this particular episode. So after the um, the stress test, he shuts it down. It's shut it down. You can't handle it. Yeah. And so he shuts it down, and then he may- basically makes the staff go home for a couple of days. They renovate. Think about what they've done. They've re- <laughs> Basically, why you're signing up for this place is because you're trying to get to the point in which he rips your whole bar apart and puts in brand new facilities, a new, P- a new POS system. Oh. A new, and then he's like, "This place is a gastro pub now," and it's oh. like they put in like get like new gastro pub pumps, and you know, and they'll get a theme for the bar. It's like you live in a a port town. This new bar is called Shanties, and it's gonna have an underwater theme. Very like, interesting voice you're choosing. Well, I kind of like that. He just sounds like a, he's like fucking Frankenstein. He looks yeah. like he's been put together with a bunch of old body parts, and then <laughs> My God. a crazy scientist has brought him to life to go flip a bar. <laughs> And so then they'll have a theme, and the theme's whack, and the place looks cheesy, a place you'd never want to walk into. It's a lounge now, and they've trained the staff, and then they finally get it on its feet, and then they're like, we did it, and then it's over. Okay, so that's how a normal episode goes. It's basically goes. like Kitchen Nightmares. It's exactly it's like exactly Kitchen Nightmares. Kitchen nightmares. Um, there's also a place, there's also one that was on the Food Network called Restaurant Impossible. They, they, they've done this many times over, but Bar Rescue is definitely at the top of the heap uh, as far as like this style show. So the title episode, I got it half right. It's Punch Drunk and Trailer Trashed. Not trailer trash. And it follows the bar called the O-Face. Show us your O-Face seems to be their tagline. It's a couple, a super blonde woman and her husband who's in the Air Force and or in some sort of military. And they have, um, I don't know, a group of strange drunks working for them. Yeah, I couldn't tell if they were all drunk, but it does seem like a few of them were taking shots while they were working and... A waitress was taking shots. I didn't really see the bartender was drinking. I couldn't tell. Oh, he, that's a good question. He was just he was blowing fireballs back yeah. there, and there was a very low ceiling, which was freaking out the bartender while they were doing the surveillance part. Honestly, it was freaking me out. It's a double wide trailer, is where the whole okay strike thing, one. <laughs> yeah, so it's like okay, and it also was like, where was it? It was some like sort in, of no, no, no. But where? What state was it in? Oh, I don't know. It, it was, was like, like a miner's town. It or was something. like in Idaho or something like that. It was like uh, some Midwest town, and it really did feel like it was on like a vacant lot. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't seem like there was anything around next to an oil rig. It just doesn't seem like anybody would ever go to this bar ever. Iowa. It was in Iowa. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they call it O Faces. They really were proud of the name and. Um, Listen, it started off, it was wild. It was um, insane, I guys. suggest if you guys are trying to have a good time, if you have the Paramount 
network app, which used to be called Spike TV, which is where the, I knew of this show, but they've changed to Paramount. You can go on that on the Roku or Apple TV, and you can watch almost every episode that they have ever done. Wait a minute. Are you telling me Spike TV, the man channel, has been canceled? It's called Paramount now, folks. Wow. Get, get with, with it. the times. So, uh, yeah. I would go and seek this one out um, just because it was really wild. It would uh, During the opening surveillance part of it, um, the reason that they ran inside or got out of the car was because the manager took the shot girl outside. They started arguing. The manager shoved the shot girl. The shot girl shoved the manager, and then they just started brawling. <laughs> I mean, there was two women just like fist fighting out in the front on the gravel. And, and the manager was like on top of her, like punching her in the head. It was crazy. And they were, and all of a sudden John Taffer runs over and then the staff runs over. And they sort of break them up eventually. And, and then they fire the shot girl. So John's like, you got to fire the manager. She was beating up one of your employees. employees. Like, get her the hell out of here. And if she's not out of here, I'm not coming back to this place. And they all kind of talk about it a little bit. Now, there's a dynamic uh, with the owners here. Yeah, in big the, time. The man who buys the bar um, is married or girlfriend. That's Can't, his wife. It's yeah. his wife um, who runs the bar. Yeah. And the whole thing is that sh- he allows her to make all the decisions. Because he's like gone in the military part of the time. I, I don't know exactly what's happening, but it's rubbing everybody the wrong way because I don't know if the temperament of this woman is up to snuff as far as running running a bar goes the producers made sure to include lots of shots of her and her office on facebook on facebook on her phone smoking a butt yes. inside and they were definitely a- smoking cigarettes inside of this place inside and- of a trailer which is like so flammable yeah it's pretty wild and then she has a bell on the bar that she would ring that was like serve me a drink so it's just her just walking up to her bar and getting served and uh they were serving her drinks um yeah but- there was a lot of drinks flowing what did you think of that manager like, what was she doing with her backwards hat on? I don't know. That backwards hat, <laughs> just that unkempt backwards hat with, like, a shitty zip-up sweatshirt. So and... strange because the backwards hat was big, and she didn't, like, make it fit her. It was, like, no. it was snappy. It snapped back. And I thought it was, yeah, maybe that was the day. But then the following day, she came in, same hat. Exactly. The first time I saw the hat, I was like, oh, this is a fluke. They caught her off on an off day. But then she came in. She came in knowing the cameras would be their hat <laughs> still atop the head. Backwards. So, uh, yeah, that's how this opens up, and John immediately has his first ultimatum, which is fire the manager. Um, you're going to get into a lot of trouble because if that shot girl falls on the gravel, hits her head, now you guys got a lawsuit, and you're, yeah. they're taking your bar. So she's a liability. Get her the hell out of here. She needs to be fired. John leaves. The owner's wife convinces the owner that it is not the manager that should leave, the one who struck the shot girl who fell to the ground, but it is the shot girl that needs to be fired. And the shot girl like says something, and the owner is like, "You, you, you ask for it you, every day, you or brought something. this on yourself." Yeah, something like you're always asking for now, it. Now I'm gonna say this: shot girl didn't seem that innocent. No one's innocent. She not seemed even... like she was getting into it with the manager. They were all drunk. What about sick? Sick. The That's the only normal person in the whole <laughs> goddamn place. Sick. S-Y-C-K. The security guard. The security guard. He was, he was the only one talking any sense. Yeah. You know, and he, all of his sense was like, you guys should fire the manager and he, the owner's bad. Yeah, and then the not only do they fire the shot girl, but they make sick remove her from the premises immediately. Yeah. 
And so she gets removed from the premises, and Six like, listen, I can't have you here, even though I'm, I, I believe you. I, yeah. I got to do my job. You got to get out of here. Shot girl's crying. She leaves, and Sick is just kind of looking around, being like, "Do you guys want John Taffer to come back? Because he point blank told you if you didn't fire the manager, he ain't coming back." Yeah. And they're like, "Well, no, this is how it has to be. And we'll I don't work it. We'll the explain manager. it." Yeah. yeah. So cut to the next day. John Taffer rolls in the door, and who's sitting at the bar? It's the manager, gloating about punching the shot girl in the head. Yes. And the manager, and John Taffer walks in and is like, who the fuck, how the fuck did she, I told her to, you to fire her. And they're all like looking at him like, yeah, but we didn't. Is that okay? And they're like, he's like, no, fire her right now. And eventually, there's some feet dragging, heels dragging, and there's a lot of talk. There's some tears. There's some pouting with the the owner's wife. The owner and the owner's wife kind of have a powwow, and they decide, okay, let's fire the manager. So they bring the manager in the back, and the manager's like, I'll just get the hell out of here. I don't (laughs) care. And she just kind of packs up, jumps in her pickup truck, and leaves, allowing John Taffer to continue the process of rescuing this bar. Which is apparently impossible. Yeah. So um, so now they start talking about some other bullshit, and they realize that it took them too long to get to this point, and they don't have time to train the staff before the stress test. They just have to do it so blind. They booked like about a thousand people to show up in this <laughs> double wide, and they're all all waiting outside. And like for like eight minutes, the the cocktail guy goes in and kind of explains to everybody how they're gonna make drinks and all that stuff, and they just let a whole bunch of people in and yeah sure enough it fails miserably oh it was so painful to watch as someone who has worked in food service you could see the look on everyone's faces all the patrons being like get me the fuck out of here and then the look on all the the waiters and the bartender panic panic stricken faces because people are ordering you know like a hundred drinks at once this bartender is used to making 20 drinks a night i mean it was uh, preposterous how many people were inside of this double wide trailer. It was and like, come sell- on, guys. No one, this amount of people will never be in this place. They sell pizzas that are just like little frozen Costco pizzas that they yeah. pop in like a little convection oven or something. Yeah, and a little easy bake oven. Boy, oh boy, did they get backed up on the pizza orders. They got orders. backed up on the goddamn pizza orders. Boy, there's this obese man who ordered <laughs> two pepperoni pizzas. Pissed. And pissed when it came out without pepperoni. Yeah. Not to mention, they threw some pizzas in the little pizza oven and they fell through the back and yep. out the side. It started smoking and then speaking of smoking the the uh, owner's wife sitting in uh, on facebook in her uh, little uh, area sp- chain smoking butts now like. yeah the whole time now what i found really interesting is this main guy you think you said his name was john taffer john taffer his deal with the owner karen the woman who was smoking butts and being on facebook his main deal with her was that she had a bad attitude he kept being like smile you're in hospitality like you are, you're not setting a good example for your patrons and your workers like you don't want to jump in and help you just seem to have a nasty attitude i kept thinking the whole time we're watching this episode i kept thinking of my maybe my favorite episode of reality television in Kitchen Nightmares, which is Amy's Baking Company, ABC, Amy's Baking Company. Infamous, infamous episode mirrors this episode. Yeah, and how they had, he also said she, they had a bad attitude. So I'm just wondering if these guys are walking around who both of these guys the both of the hosts have horrible attitudes. Are they just walking oh, around? Oh, the worst attitudes <laughs> yeah. ever. John Taffer, like, 
literally, it's fun because there are times where it seems like John Taffer is going to beat the shit out of people. As a matter of fact, I referenced the episode with the salmonella. Yeah. When he went in to that restaurant, he went, he kicked the doors open to the kitchen, scared the shit out of all these people, <laughs> picked up like a like a um, a pint glass and just threw it against the wall. What? Smashed it and it was like screaming. How is that You're going to get everybody sick. I I don't know what they sign over to John when it, when they That's decide insane. to go in there. I mean, he's wild. And then he, who's the kitchen nightmares guy? Gordon Ramsay. Also horrible attitude. Screaming in people's faces. Yeah. I mean, but that's why I'm watching this shit. I mean, come on, let's be honest. There's no other redeeming qualities other than these eccentric You gotta maniacs. spice it up. So then they do the stress test. Fells miserably. What I enjoyed was the bartender was using like a mixing glass. They only had like three on premises. And we just watched a montage of him <laughs> snap on the, the, the metal part of the mixing glass and then br- proceed to break three yeah. mixing cups. And they were like, okay, I guess that's oh, it. That's it. Got no more mixing cups. Shut her down. Oh, man. We forgot a very important fact, which is that the O-Face bar was reusing disposable plastic cups. Yeah, they were heating them up. Like, they were yeah. putting them in a hot dishwasher and then putting shots back in them. And we were told that that causes cancer. Yeah, hell yeah. And then, did is this before or after the O-Face conversation? The where he was like, conversation happened, I think, before the stress test where they were, John was like, this is the, wor- the worst idea. No one's ever going to come to the O-Face. And I'm not putting my name on a bar called the O-Face. Yeah. And everybody's like, mm, uh, we're not changing it. And yeah. It's like, John, John's like, yes, you are. And he's like, they're like, well, we'll see. And John was like, listen, am I walking into one of those situations in which you guys will change this for the week that I'm here? And then as soon as I leave, you'll change it back. And everybody's like, no. <laughs> and then he asked sick. He asked sick. He goes, would you bet a month of your paycheck that she doesn't change the name back when he's I like, leave? Not, not a chance in hell, yeah. John. I'm with you. Yeah, he's, she's definitely going to change it back. Yeah. And that gets them, everybody pissed off at sick. And they're like, we should fire him. Yeah, and then, let's fire that son of a bitch. Yeah, the problem is the security guard. Yeah, he's the problem. That's why we can't get these drinks out. Yeah, so the stress test fails horribly. And then the next day, I don't even know, how did he even get to the point of him saying i'm not going to rescue your bar because that's what happens people he bails he says this is beyond me so what happens is after the stress test the next day they show up and i guess maybe that's where they have the conversation about O face and all that stuff Mm -hmm. and we find out that um they would like they were supposed to set up and get ready for training they're back in the and john shows up at noon everybody's in piled in this tiny office smoking cigarettes yeah John's like, are you guys fucking crazy? <laughs> Clean this place. And they're like, what? Uh, all right, whatever. These people are idiots. They had bad attitudes, and John was sniffing those attitudes out. Did not like it. They have the O-Face conversation, and then he kind of, uh, he's like, my bartender guy's going to run drills on them, basically. And then I'm going to go look into some of their, their background. I got to open your books up, dog, because yeah. something's telling me right now that you ain't up to snuff. He's like, something's once again. wrong. Something is wrong. And sure enough, he finds video of the other owner um like be fighting the, man the bartender owner. so they 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 dig up a video that must have been while they were there why were there cameras there i don't know maybe someone was doing it with their phone or no something? it was total camera regular cameras and they show a video of the bartender the one bartender and the owner outside right in the scene of the crime in which the manager and the shot girl got into a fight they're having a verbal argument, the bartender and the owner, and then all of a sudden the the owner just 
slaps the bartender across the face and then they basically chase each other around mm. and the bartender is running down the street and the owner is basically like, I'm going to kick his fucking ass. Then he goes to sick, mm-hmm. the aforementioned sick and goes, hey, man, I can't I'm the owner here. I can't put this guy through a plate, a plate, a, a plate window. glass, a yeah. window, but I'll pay. I'll 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 throw give a, ten, you a raise. Uh, I'll give you a ten dollar an hour raise if you do it. <laughs> And the 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 bartender's uh, six like well, I don't know if I want to throw him through a window right now. Yeah, sick was like he's not even on our property anymore. Like yeah. the bartender's like across the he's street. He's like hiding behind a yard. car. Like <laughs> it, it was fucking crazy. John sees that a piece of information. He comes in. He's like, "You guys are legitimately crazy." He's like, "You guys are fucking losers." Guess what? Shitty people. You you're basically putting out a hit on your on your staff right now. I think I'm done. Yeah, he's like, there's no amount of bar rescuing I can do to fix you broken yeah, people. Is, I'm out. I've never done this before, but I'm walking. And he walks. And he walks. And that was the episode. It was crazy. I mean, it was it was definitely not your normal bar rescue episode, to say the least, but I enjoyed it. Uh, well, then I went on a little internet hunt, and I found out that Sick was fired, or he left. Like, No, he got fired. They he said got he got fired. fired. Yeah. And they, and they brought... No, this was the after... They, they said on the after show or Well, whatever. they didn't say the sexual assault on the after show. Oh, no, but they said that they hired the manager back hired the manager back fired sick and then i saw on the internet that one of the owners the man um was being charged with sexual assault did they get into it they just said it was a woman at the bar Mm -hmm. that he was attempting to have sex with (laughs) (laughs) is literally (laughs) the wording of the article i'm I'm only laughing at the wording that's horrible that you did that but uh i mean yeah i don't i wouldn't put it past the o-face crew to do something like i just you know what like and the part of me that is maybe too sympathetic is just like god they must be in so much pain like mint like mental and emotional pain to act this violent to act this destructive um with their interpersonal relationships like these people are not well they need to send a they're therapist sick. they're in sick there. people folks okay now i want to get into the show that i watched can i do that yeah go ahead i watched season two a very cavalry the first episode i watched the first episode the second episode and the sixth episode. I <laughs> now, what did you have against three, four, and five? Three, four, and five. I'm down to watch, but like, I, I, I was just gonna watch the first one and see if I liked the season two reboot because we had watched season one. And I guess it's not a reboot; it's just season it's just two. Season two. <laughs> yeah, so, guys, we're rebooting season one. We're gonna call it season two. <laughs> Same cast. I realized. Pretty early on in the season, in the the first episode of season two, that I really liked it, and that I was definitely going to watch all of it. But then I also wanted to talk about it on the podcast, so I just skipped to the most recent episode after I watched episode well, two. I'll be honest; I'm not really that into that show, so I'm, I'm. But I'm I'm willing for you to spoil some shit for me. So what the hell is going on? First in, off, with he, handsome James or whatever the fuck, uncommon James, uncommon James. Honestly, the, handsome James is a better name. Um, so, I... so, so to catch everybody up, everybody knows the Cavallari clan. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Kristen, Kristen Cavallari, she's from the hills and all that good stuff. And she has moved to Tennessee, Nashville, baby, to be with her husband, Jay Cutler of, uh, uh, NFL fame. Yeah. And what they, team did he play for? The bears. Uh, okay. And, uh, I believe, and uh, they have a nice little compound in Tennessee. That's where he grew up. Um, and she starts her own like vintage clothing or just no, like jewelry. a nice it's like boutique a accessory line. Yeah. yeah. 
and uh, she has a staff, and the show is pretty much about her staff. Yeah, and her best friend, Brittany, who's, like, perpetually single, and her her um, relationship with her husband. They don't have the kids in the show at all, which I really like. They have a six-year-old, a four-year-old, and a three-year-old. Um, I think that's a good move on their part. So, first off, you and I, I feel like you and I are, are Jay and Kristen, and I don't wow. know. who's who? I'm Jay. No, <laughs> um, I'm Kristen, and you're Jay, I think. I, I think maybe also whenever i watch a reality show i'm like oh yeah that's us baby and i just project our relationship on other characters but like you just really strike me as a j like he's he's like really he's like really funny he's but he's a total grump and everybody's like he kind of makes people nervous but like his soft like his soft spot is Kristen, and she's like cute and like wandering around and it's just you know a breath of fresh air aka me you know that's a dope a total dope no who says you're why did it why did you call me a dope what no i said Kristen's a dope no but you were saying i was a dope with that no 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 i was saying Kristen, the person who you're just like so it opens up season one come on i'm just being rough around the edges i get it jay i'm all cutlery Season two started with the sh- the star of the show, which is Jay Cutler, doing stuff in the woods. He's like trying to figure out why one of his chickens isn't laying eggs in the coop. Hey, how come these chickens haven't come to roost? And it was just so great because they showed the chicken and then it got like a title card. It was like Beatrix chicken or something. You I know, like that. <laughs> it was that means it's coming back. I really enjoyed that and. Um, we just learned that he thinks that this chicken is laying there her eggs somewhere in the yard and not where she's supposed to be. And he like wants to put a tracking device on her. You know, Jay being interested in animals is fabulous. Um, something that really struck me was they go like Jay's explaining all of this to Kristen. Right. And he goes to show her the chicken coop and it's like midday. Right. And she reaches in there and takes eggs out of the chicken coop. Um, and I thought that was odd because, and I could be wrong about this. To make a little scramble? No. I mean, maybe. I don't know. But I always thought you had to take eggs out, like, right in the beginning of the morning, like 6 a.m. Otherwise, the chicken will eat one of her eggs, and then that will just be a habit. And so you'll lose, like, an egg every time she, like, so you basically Mm. cuts down on your egg taken. So... I didn't. I, I was surprised to see her picking all these eggs out in the mid afternoon. I was like, someone didn't get to that fucking coop at like six a.m. But I guess they have eggs to spare because they are definitely millionaires. Like these people are living great, Nick. And I've decided that's who I want us to become. I want us to be the Jay and Kristen of the podcast world. Done. So what's going on with the the boutique? So um, the three girls, there's Brittany, who's the manager. She's still there with her, like, boyfriend who's a rock star who, like, or a country music guy. Remember the, sh- the schlubby guy? He's, like, older than her and he didn't want to yeah. get married. Oh, my God. He's got a crazy outfit. Yes. Well, he definitely got a talking to after this show came <laughs> out. <laughs> because he has a haircut. He has on, like, presentable outfits. Um They are still together. Could not be more bored by this couple. Like every episode that I watched, and I watched three out of the six of season two, there's like at least five to ten minutes devoted to this couple talking. And I'm like not interested in them. 
Show me more of Jay, of Jay um, trying to track down a chicken's egg. By the way, Nick, the chicken turned out to be a rooster and not a hen. What the freak? And that's why she wasn't laying eggs in the coop. Oh, my God. It makes so much sense now. Um, a couple of things. So that's Brittany. And then there's Reagan, who she, I don't remember what she does. Maybe she works in shipping or something, but she's like the blonde ditzy one. Mm-hmm. She's, she was like the intern the first season. Was she? Yeah. She's just she's still much there. Than everybody else. Shannon the redhead gets fired immediately. Does she? Mm-hmm. She was saucy in that first season. Yeah, she gets fired in like the first thirty, like first thirty minutes. Over. Over she, just like a a lot of stuff. She was the social media person. Yeah, and like Kristen has like a whole printout of everything that she has done wrong, and like apparently she got her final warning months ago, and Kristen's just been letting things slide, and you know she's not returning Kristen's phone calls. It's like, damn, I don't know what is happening, and I also don't know how they timed it so perfectly because I feel like <laughs> she definitely was fired a long time ago. And for her to be fired this quickly into the first episode was that means that after season one wrapped up, she was fired. And then they were like, we got to explain this with a scene. So then did they bring her back in to film this scene? Hey, could you come in so we can do this publicly? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, she's gone, which is a shame because I really liked her. And they're, they're introducing more people. They have like 55 staff members now. So those people are like coming, come, coming to the forefront. Um, there's also her Boy, best. That's a lot more. Wasn't there like four staff members yeah, in the first season. Yeah, there's like nobody. It's crazy. Her best friend is still single, whatever that woman's name Sangles. is. Kelly? Is her name Kelly? Uh, I don't remember. You wouldn't know. Um, I walked away from thinking, I walked away from watching this and being like, damn, dog parks are huge. What? In Texas. The dog parks are like. I like, thought it was Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Did you watch the show? Uh, uh, I wouldn't even know if you were lying to me about all this stuff. Um, but the dog parks are like like f- the forest. It's crazy. They're so big. I was shocked. And then I did some. Everything's bigger in Tennessee. That's what they say. <laughs> then the sixth episode was like kind of about how Jay and um, Kristen have a tumultuous relationship. Mm-hmm. It seems like the uh, the good old... Uh, marriage is on the rocks. Is it really? I thought you and I were them. Yeah, we're them. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the rocks in a way where you're like, I think it'll be okay. Because mm-hmm. she's like, we we have ups and we have downs, and right now we're in a down. What's the down based time. upon? They just seem to kind of fight. Like, and then this last episode, Jay was like drunk for most of it because uh, they like no. they started bowling and he got drunk bowling, and then they had a dinner at their house, but he never stopped drinking throughout the day. And so he's just drunk. Well, I remember in the first episode, a lot of that, a lot of the problems started with Kristen not having an office space. Mm. So they, all of those people were piling into Jay Cutler's house, and mm-hmm. Jay was like, "When are you gonna get out of here? Mm-hmm. I don't respect you, and I don't <laughs> respect your business." Mm-hmm. Get these people out of here. And like all the whole staff was like intimidated by mm-hmm. Cutler. Well, then you would love one of these episodes. Don't remember which one it is, but he it's comes. It's either the first one, the second <laughs> one, or the sixth one. We all know that. He comes in and he is like the boss for the day at her job, which is really fucked up when you think about it. Because. How is that possible? 
he comes in and he's like going to evaluate the staff and he presents Kristen with like a board. It's really funny. It's a board and it shows like everybody's um, all the names and he has like a pyramid that he makes out of them. And then one of the sticky posts just says uh, two other girls instead of like someone's name they just and also two other girls (laughs) two other girls um but he just comes in and like one of the employees starts crying and he's like is she crying and he like it's funny to him there ain't no crying in handsome james yeah whatever it's called (laughs) um but yeah i would say that it seems that there that she also within the first 15 minutes of the first episode brings up the fact that like they're not having sex and that comes up a few times throughout i think all the episodes i watched um but there also seems jay seems to like be making digs at her spending money seems like she spends a lot of money and maybe she he doesn't approve of that it's hard to tell it's interesting it's i find it fascinating that all these like a lot of these reality show couples will allow uh it to get out there that they're not having sex yeah like what it's weird because i watch vanderpump rules and that is a katie and a and a tom thing that happens is like is that because they just don't also, have a storyline and then also ariana and tom like it's My just God. like these sexy young people not having sex they need to start having sex and also this week on Pump rules or i guess it wouldn't be this week because tonight is the new episode so last week is uh they were a lot of talk about how uh tom has a tiny penis how like dare it, they it, it's 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 a weird i never situation. want anyone to talk about anyone's genitals on reality television oh. on x on the beach something happened then season two where two women's genitals were discussed um the challenge has been discussing one man's genitals i just need everybody hey, you to know what they say one man <laughs> one man's genitals is another man's something something what something. what are you gonna finish that with feast oh my god uh i think that's it is it i just want to say i'm like here for jay cutler i want you to watch this with me nope i come on that's you such won't a listen jay i made a pro- say. i made a, i made a promise to these blowhards a bunch of weeks back that you were going to start watching new york uh real housewives of new york and you haven't yet and i've asked you and i've asked you and i've asked you and you just won't do it if i watch that will you watch very cavalier no because it's like seasons midway through there's so much shit going on I, i'm in my own journey with it so you wouldn't even know i mean they've what kind been of in a the deal can i strike five thousand times Hmm. We'll think, think about, about it. it. Think, about, we'll think it. about it. Why do you want me to watch it? That's because I get I that. find Jay to be fun. I think he's my perfect man, and I All think right. it would be this good for you to see what it's like. You know what? I actually have one more thing to discuss before okay. we wrap up the Go pod, if that's cool. Yeah. So I got an email, and I sent it to you, Nick, and it was a Temptation Island casting email. Did you oh, read yes. that? No, I didn't read it. It's okay. Once- let me find it on my phone. To re- remind them how we felt about the Temptation Island. Well, we felt like it was a great show. Loved it, loved it, loved it. But Ashley wanted to be on it. Okay, so here it is. I found it. Um, it's being cast by the Paladino Casting Company. I love them. Uh, they're searching for male and female couples. And this is the uh, gender, age, ethnicity they're looking for. Male or female, thir- 25 to 35. Ooh, we got to get me in there quick. Um, African-American, Asian, Caucasian, East Indian, ethnically ambiguous, Latinx, Middle Eastern, Native American, Pacific Islander. And then here's the... What the hell is Latinx? I don't know. They they spelled it L-A-T-I-N-X. Is, am I saying it wrong? Latinx? I've just never heard of that. <laughs> Back in my day, it was Latino. 
Uh, yeah, but maybe they they do an X, so it's not it's not O or A. It's not Latina or Latino. A, a, Latinx. A, the fam the fem uh, uh, conjugation or the male. Conjugation. I don't know. I'm sorry, guys, that we don't have the answer for that. But mm-hmm. once you guys take my YouTube video off, we'll get we'll figure that one out. Okay, so here's the description. Description rate paid weekly for four weeks. Notice that there's not a number in there. That is a red flag, folks. Description. If your relationship is strong enough to resist temptation, hint, hint, this may be the perfect opportunity for you, exclamation point, seeking, all caps, not engaged or married. Male and female couples ages 25 to 35 years old must be camera friendly, comfortable in a bathing suit, swimming and being on a beach. Couples must be willing to be quote-unquote single for a four-week experiment to find out if they're truly meant to be together. Must be available for four weeks in the end of June and early July. Please note that eligible couples must be over the age of 21 and in a committed relationship. That we will attempt to destroy (laughs) and probably will we will probably succeed given the odds we're gonna break you up and we also need you to be in a bunch of hot singles (laughs) who gonna come in and swoop in and steal your cigars gotta be comfortable being in a bathing suit folks that was the podcast thank you so much for listening do us a favor scroll down to the bottom of the podcast app and uh, give us five stars write a review for us a little something nice goes a long way also if you'd like to follow us on twitter you can do that by by hitting us at Reality Blows Pod. You want to follow Ashley on Twitter? That's at Ashley B. Roberts. You can follow me on Instagram by searching my name, Nick Maritato, M A R I T A T O. And uh, email us, realityblowspodcast at gmail.com, with all of your questions, concerns, and honestly, recommendations. We need to know what to watch, folks. I mean, that's why we watch Temptation Island. That's why we watch Very Cavalry, because you, the blowhards, requested it. Uh, and that is all we got for you today. So enjoy your lives and goodbye. Bye. Bye.